Welcome to the Boxing Life Podcast with me, Tony Jeffries. On today's episode, we've got a guest, uh, one of the top trainers in Boxing Burn. So every time a trainer gets to the elite level on the tier system, we're going to bring them on here and introduce them. So we've got Josh, Josh Pearl. How do you pronounce your last name? It's a Polite. Polite. It's Spanish, but it's Pollitt. Josh Pollitt. Yeah. Josh Pollitt. So Josh is a top trainer here in Boxing Burn. How's it going, Josh? How's things? It's going great. Going great. Everything good? Yeah, good. Alongside him, we've got Glenn, Mr. Six Figure Holmes. Glenn, how's it going, mate? Shit. Not a really shit day today. Really? Yeah, I'm down. Tell us about your day. Why has it been so bad? I had to get up and then it's really bad. I had to drive all the way to Malibu. Not far. And I had to train a big music producer up there and his kids on the beach at a place called Nobu, which is like some restaurant. And then I had to have brunch afterwards that was paid for. So it was a tough morning. And then I had to drive back and do some more work at the gym. And then I had to come and do this podcast. So Bloody hell. Rough day. Nightmare. Rough day for Nightmare. Glenn. And I know how much he charges. So, I mean, freaking out, mate. Yeah, it's rough. Charges a fortune. So it sounds terrible. It, sounds it was like a terrible, a terrible day. day so far. <laughs> Hopefully it'll get better. The day in the life of Glenn Holmes eh? <laughs> down Malibu, on Malibu Beach, eating in more... Mo- no boo with some big high profile <laughs> celebs. Oh, I mean, it sounds bad. So, Josh, Josh, for people who don't know yet, tell us a little bit about yourself. Can we call it five figure Josh? <laughs> four figure Josh? Yeah, five, five figure. <laughs> so you're, uh, Josh, four figure, four figure Josh. Uh, uh, well, I'm an ex uh, MMA fighter uh, out of Miami. I used to fight at American Top Team down there. I have about eight fights. I used to train, uh, compete in Jiu Jitsu, wrestling, MMA, Muay Thai everything you name it and then I moved over here about six years ago and now uh yeah I retired at a young age to not get hit and make money uh teaching instead of doing how long have you worked at Boxer Burn I've only been here seven months seven months that's right? it yeah wow, wow. It feels longer yeah. than that it does feel longer than that yeah. so I remember when we interviewed Josh well Glenn, Glenn at first he says oh we've got this guy he's coming from another gym called Pavil that's in West Hollywood and <clears throat> he's, he's good he's, he's, he seems like a real good trainer and all that Get him in. I went, oh, it's sound. First question I asked Glenn, is he an actor? Glenn's, oh, well, he does a bit of acting on the side. <laughs> so, oh, I kind of be asked for another one of these actors who, who want to use us as a stepping stone as a the, trainer. The weird thing is, as soon as you asked me that, I thought, as soon as I said, yeah, I knew straight away you were going to be like, not a chance. <laughs> but I was like, no, believe me, believe me, he's a good trainer. Like, just... Just to hear me out. <laughs> I, showed, I showed up in a Hawaiian shirt. Like, <laughs> yeah. on the way to the beach, like, shorts. And I'm like, let's just, let's just stop by. And my girlfriend's like, you're wearing a Hawaiian shirt. I'm like, I don't care, so what? Not when I've seen you. Are you no, no, no. You want to go the job? No, no, no. no. <laughs> I the Hawaiian, Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> just, just, just going back to that meeting when you first came in the gym, I kind of knew straight away because you told me I'm working. The, the first thing you said was not, like, anything about what, you want to try and do it, whatever it was. Um, you were telling me what you do it doing now yeah. and why you weren't happy doing it. And it was, I'm working at Prevail. And I thought, oh, Prevail, that's like number two, three top boxing fitness gyms in LA, right? And yeah, it's in the top five, right? Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a, no, it's it a is, pretty it's famous, a, well-renowned yeah. gym. So the first thing you said to me was, I'm, I'm working at Prevail. And I'm, I'm just, I, I want to leave there. I don't like how the way things are going. I want to find somewhere else. I was like, I was kind of like sold from what you yeah. told me. I was like, okay, well, you're already doing it yeah. you want to you, clearly you want to move on and go, do it somewhere else I'm like let's go so he scouted me I don't think you remember <laughs> but I first asked for you and he was like busy I was just like waiting just like waiting around had nothing to do and then uh, you were busy with a client 
And then when you were finally free, I was like, hey, I'm Josh. And you're like, hey. And I told you all that stuff that you just said. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, I'm too busy right now. Like, here's my card right now or whatever. You're like, I was like, grabbed your card. And I'm like, you're like, text me. I'm like, okay. So I left. And then you just like walked away and you like looked back and you're like, come here. You're like, this is the way the gym works. We have the rings, we have the bags, we have the floor. <laughs> it goes like this. And I'm kind of like, <laughs> did I get the job? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I remember when, when we met and I, I liked you as well. From the, from the meeting, you're a very likable lad, and but that thing about I'm an actor was just like, because <clears throat> me we, personally, and, and I can speak for well most most of us is like we don't want to put time into someone who wants to be an actor in the training because it's just like they're not they haven't got the two feet in the training. But what makes you different is you really like like we see now when we seen straight away like you really did have your two feet in the training and and you still have like one arm out wanting to be do the acting yeah. stuff but when you walk through that door you wanted to be there you're passionate and you you absolutely loved what you what you done or maybe you didn't maybe you just are a good actor <laughs> one of the two you'll never well, know no, in fact you're not a good actor or you wouldn't even be working there, so. <laughs> you'll never know <laughs> but yeah, and and since then, since since then, you've you've been killing it, right? Yeah, and yeah, I feel enjoy, so, hopefully, yeah, enjoying it, and yeah. So it was like, wow, this this guy. I wish he'd just let them dreams of acting go and and concentrate on this because you can be really successful at this. So where are you now? Where you acting? It's funny because when I moved here, and I, I'm one of the lucky ones because I moved here with an agent, a manager, and you know things are going good. I'm not just like an actor who just moved here and doesn't have like representation and you know I actually have like I go out for real things I've gotten real close to a lot of things I've been on movies I've been on TV shows commercials um, so it's you know I'm one of the lucky ones but um, when you would ask me what's your plan B I would, I would be like there's no plan B and that's kind of the mindset you have to have for everything there's no plan B this is what I'm doing acting yeah. I'm gonna make it an act and I was convinced and it's not like I was delusional like I had I'm going out for big roles work, and stuff right? like that so yeah. it's so I know that I can, it's going to happen, just a matter of time. But then little by little, like training just kind of found me. Like I had a, somebody asked me for like help one day while I was at a jiu-jitsu academy. I was teaching a, a Muay Thai and someone was like, hey, do you do privates? And I'm kind of like, yeah, I can teach you some stuff. And then from there, I'm kind of like, let me get in. Let me give this thing a shot because I enjoy doing it. It's, it's what I love, you know, and. And the fact that I'm not fighting still kills me when I see my friends in the UFC and yeah. guys that I used to like beat up at tournaments and jiu-jitsu when we were like 18 years old or like fighting in the UFC, a bunch of big names like Bruce Leroy. We used to be, you know, he's a big, oh, yeah, yeah we were at all the tournaments in, in Miami. Um, George Masvidal, who just beat Cowboy Cerrone, we were in the same fight cards like in Miami because wow. Miami's small. So, you know, coming, this is 06, nobody knew what MMA was back then you know right these were during the kimbo kimbo slice backyard days mm. yeah and what people don't know is in those backyards when they used to do the the you know the bare knuckle fighting there's yeah. also used to have jujitsu matches on the ground too and we'd be there and i was in the, part of that scene of the old school mma in miami yeah. so so where are you we acting acting right now is good i actually got uh <sighs> Didn't it's, it's going good <laughs> it's it, it's it's tough because my head is here it's it's at boxing burn my head is here all the time so sometimes before when I used to get an audition, I'd be, you know, for, for commercials. Like if it's a show and stuff like yeah. that, I'm always psyched. Um, and I kind of, when I read the breakdown, you kind of know what you're going in for. If I'm right for the role, I get excited. But now when I'm, you know, not right for the role, 
before I used to be like, oh, I'll go in there and change their mind. But now it's kind of like, oh, man, I got to cancel this client or move this client around. I don't want to. You know, um, I'm just focused here. I never thought that, not saying acting is plan B now, but I have two A's. <laughs> right. <laughs> you I, know? I, I feel like you could relate to him a little bit because you've done a bit of that as well when you first got here, wasn't it? Like, you, you, you fa your focus was always the gym and business yeah. and, and, and growing the brand or whatever. But you had an agent who was getting your little gigs on the side yeah, too. So I guess it's the same. The, the you got a bit of experience for that as well. I used to get just about every single gig that I went in. Mm -hmm. uh, it's true, like because yeah. when they found out about me background and all that, I was like, oh wow. So I, I done a, <clears throat> I done a few, but there was a couple that I never got, and I could not stand it. I was like, why? Because like you said, if I if you read the, you read the the, the paper, breakdown, like, yeah. the breakdown, and no one tells you what the role is, and you think, oh, I'm right from the role. Mm -hmm. Mate, there was like, we, we need a we need a boxer, a real boxer who's had real fights, blonde hair, blue eyes, six foot two, <laughs> real experience. And I'm reading this, I'm like shaking and getting nervous <laughs> in my stomach. This is for a massive Gillette commercial. You, and they just read a description of me and I was like, this is, this is for me. And I'd get there and there'd be like a hundred people who looked exactly like me, who's all boxed, who's like better looking or, or whatever. And it's right. just like, shit. That's you thought thing. you were the only one that I might. I thought I was the only one because yeah. you know it, it reads me, and then there's in this town it's just full of them. Yeah. And then the uh, what's it called when, when when you get knocked back when I when you get knocked back from them, it, I was like, nah, not for me that shit. I'm concentrating yeah. on what, what this one thing. It's rough. It's rough. Yeah, you you're putting your uh, fate in or your success, I guess, in other people's hands like constantly, right? right? Yeah, but look how <clears throat> boxing gets you because when I was at the old my old gym. I met. I was already at a good agency. I was at Abrams, or like a top twenty agency, you know, pretty big. Yeah. And uh, I was training this lady one day, who's actually the one that told me about you guys, my agent now. And I didn't know who she was, and she just wanted to do it private. And I'm like, okay. So she emailed me, and it said innovative at the bottom. And I'm like, innovative. That's a top. That's number four agency in the world. So I'm like, who's she there? She's the agent oh, wow. at Innovative, Abby Bluestone. Who, like I said, she told me about you guys. She's the one. If it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be here, to be honest. Wow. Yeah, she told me. We're literally, I was teaching a class at Prevail. Mad because they wouldn't let me spread my wings, even though I love the place. You know, I mean, whatever. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she literally said she's very outspoken. In the middle of the class, she's like, there's, there's a bartender teaching this class. And they're oh. not letting you, like, move up. What the right. fuck? She's like, Josh, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. So wow. I was like, damn, she's yeah. right. Yeah, I did. You come here and you smashed it. Oh, you want our uh, head trainers? Like I said at the beginning, we've got a tier, a tier system where, where if your performance and your education uh, are good, you're going to move up the tier system where, where you get a better percentage. And your privates, you get more money per class. And when you get to the top tier, there's only how many trainers on the top tier? Not many, five, I think. Four, four or five. Four yeah. or five. Like, and two's just come on, or three's just come on. Josh P, Josh H, and Kerry. And now all the top tiers. So this is getting the money and talking about their training and their training and philosophies. I don't even know that what the word philosophy means, but I put it down as a question. It's like <laughs> your your opinion and your attitude and thoughts right. towards things. So give but, me your training and philosophy, Josh. It's hard to explain because I really don't. I'm just myself. Like it's hard to like I. I I don't know. I just. It's actually philosophy. I'm, I'm, not, act, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not acting. You know, I'm just. I am myself. Luckily, myself is. have a lot of energy and I care about everything that I do and I want to be the best at everything I do. I have. Like, when I come in here, I'm just. 
happy to be here. I just talk to people. And my biggest thing is just talk to people. I talk to people, ask them about their day. In class, I genuinely care. I don't, you know, walk around just like pretending like, all right, guys, let's go. No, I'm literally in people's faces like when yeah. they're slacking off, like, what are you doing? Let's yeah. go, pick it up. I think it comes down to having pride in what you do. And yeah. every time a class starts to the minute the class finishes, I can tell you have pride in that class. Mm -hmm. It's like, I, I know I have pride in every yeah. class that I'm on. I feel like if I don't give 100% to that class or I go through the motions with I it, I don't feel like I've done myself yeah. justice, let alone the members that are paying to be in that yeah. class. And so that's I think that's why, the biggest thing is like having pride in your we performance. We always uh, weird about hiring an actor because mm. the pride's in acting. I think, yeah. But where Josh's is not, Josh's pride's here. It might be in acting as well, but we do It's a lot of downtime in acting. And, and when, when I was at a restaurant before, your mind is always on acting. Right. So then when you go in for a role, it puts a lot more pressure on you because you're like, I have to book this, you know? Yeah. Now I don't even think about it. So whenever I get an audition, I'm like, cool. And anyway. I'm just like, I go in there and I feel better at auditions now, actually, than I did before. Mm. What's, what would you say your best source of education is? Like where, where do you learn your stuff from? Is it Instagram videos, YouTube? Is it from doing certification courses? Um, is it Glenn? Is it, what is it? Is there any Instagram, YouTube. I'm always, always, that's what I tell people, like, we, Glenn says the same thing to all the trainers. You guys gotta always be learning. I mean, at least for me, like, you do you. If you don't wanna learn or grow, that's fine. But I can't be one dimensional. Right. I wanna be able to do uh, fast mitts for the people who like the little fast mitts. I wanna be able to do real, you know, long punches correct for, for people who actually wanna fight. Yeah. Um, I, I wanna be able to do everything. I don't wanna be one dimensional because when you're charging the amount of money that we charge, I'm going to make your money worthwhile so that right. when someone's training with somebody else or they're training with me and they look around, they see somebody else and they're like, what are they doing? I, I realized that pretty quick when the gym first opened. I, I felt like I had a decent knowledge of boxing and was all right on the mitts and stuff. And I just relied on that. Yeah. And then a couple of people were like, oh, I want uh, stronger legs and I want to be able to run faster. And I, wanna, and I was like, uh, might not be the person for <laughs> you, you know. But then... That kind of hit me. I was like, okay, well, I gotta know how to do everything. Yeah. So you know, you gotta step up your education so and no learn everything. So anyone who comes to you, you gotta be able to deliver anything. That so, Glenn, would you see? You want. Where, what would you see your best source of uh, education is? Where are you getting it from? I think the now being around the gym and just seeing, just observing how people move. I think it's a good piece of education for me. Like I, I can spot bad form, bad mechanics. All that kind of stuff. I'm just constantly observing my surroundings. Right. And watching other trainers train, whether it's other outside trainers coming in or our trainers working and just picking up on little bits or seeing things that I wouldn't do, seeing things that I haven't seen before. I'm like, oh, that's good. Or, yeah. or I wouldn't do that. You know what I mean? Just, right. just being observant and looking around and just being in it day to day, I feel like keeps me on my toes and keeping me Do you me know what's, what's mad in the fitness industry where you can get a NASAM certification? And which is the one of the number one ones in yeah. America by doing an online course. And if you do, if you're NASA certified, you can get a job in the some of the biggest gyms, the Equinox yeah. gyms and all that, by sitting on the computer. I, know. I hate I hate books. I hate studying. Mm. Right. I'm the same. I'm t I would have never been a fighter terrible. if I was good at books. I'd be in college doing something else. Right. You know, besides getting hit in the face mm -hmm. or whatever. So there's people at LA Fitness that are, that are NASA certified. They can't even, don't know anything about kettlebells, don't know anything about body mechanics, right. don't know anything. So that's why I don't really like, you know, like the Honored Academy, you know, or the Boxing Bird Academy, it's hands-on, 
You're always learning, yeah. you're always doing something the whole time, opposed to reading a book. I think I, like, I go through phases as well. Like, for example, like yesterday I watched two documentaries on YouTube at night. It's like total nerd stuff, but watched a documentary on the 2000 uh, Olympic rowing team. Right. I was just like blown away, just watching the coaches and the training programs they went through and their mindsets and stuff like that. And then I watched another one about a Moroccan um, Mar um, Olympian, forgot his name, uh, El Giroux, is it? The mo one of the most famous Moroccan runners, like 20 minute documentary on him. I come out of that and I was just like, whoa, I can't wait to get to the gym now. Right. So just watching documentaries and stuff like that, I, lo I love that, keeps me, keeps me fresh. Even when we're home, we're doing things that have to do with this industry, always learning. I'm always at home watching YouTube videos, yeah. Instagram videos, watching, I follow coaches that I like, copy, and I'm a sponge, the, like I the, can see something and just that, imitate it. But the, the, I think where, I've seen a lot of people say that Instagram's like killing the fitness industry in that people think that they can just watch an exercise on, or a couple of exercises or follow a workout on Instagram or YouTube and then go, okay, I'm going to go and do that exact thing with my client today. Yeah. That's where it's killing it. The people that are using Instagram and YouTube and social media to, to learn and pick up on things and then apply that in a smart way, mm -hmm. I think it's helping the fitness Well, you've got industry. to do it yourself. You've got to have the knowledge and the skill to be able to go, all right, that's a great exercise, but... I'm going to use it where it's appropriate mm -hmm. to use it, you know, like instead of just watching like someone do something on a TRX and then go, oh, my client's going to do that. And then yeah. putting someone who's not capable or it's yeah. not right for that person on it just because it's something new for you as a trainer. That's where it, it's killing it. But it, it's definitely I've, a great I've, tool. Where for me, I've, I don't look at any training. I don't do any training. I've definitely 100% forgot a lot more than I know now, mm. you know. If <clears throat> That's because you're not doing it day to day, I, don't, I yeah. think. Right. But I'll, I'll sit, if I've got like a sparring class or whatever, and I'll, and I'll pick my brain and think of some little exercise that I used to do on the Olympic training camp and, or, or whatever, and the really, really good exercises. Yeah. But because I, because I don't do it daily like you boys, you know, and I'm punchy. <laughs> I, I forget. I forget. Uh, but yeah, I, I think now it's like when we're talking about the, the NASA. I'm like, we've interviewed people, and when this says on the on the on the resume, I'm NASA I'm certified. Mm. That's very attractive to mm -hmm. us. But in hindsight, it's not that you know. I'd rather <laughs> someone said that they were on it certified or, or something like that, you know, or I've done TRX courses. I'm a former world champion. Oh shit, all right, you want a job? And then can't hold <laughs> yeah. mitts for shit. <laughs> I know, I mean, yeah. it, it happens. So uh, yeah, I, I think with the NASA certification courses, I, would you recommend it? I would. Uh, oh, definitely. It gives you that good base knowledge, but then it takes time on top of that to get the experience and the practice of working with people and being personable and coaching and mentoring people in the right way. Building relationships, working with people yeah. all the time, transforming yeah. the bodies in the right way, all that kind of stuff. But one thing I would recommend, one hundred percent, is if you if you are not something certified to get CEUs, it's very important yeah, to get exactly, CEUs. Yeah, that's probably bigger than. But Glenn, where can you get CEUs for NASA? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> From the Box and Burn Academy, which is in Orlando, Orlando, Florida, in yeah. May twenty first, and then again in Austin in July, June. June, is June, it June? June 10th and 11th, Austin, June 10th Texas. June 10th and 11th, oh, nice. At the Honor Academy. At the Honor Academy, and then 
back in Santa Monica in July, yeah. and then we're going up to San Jose, we're going to Denver. If you want to find out more about the Boxing Burn Academy, go to boxingburnacademy.com, and this is where we teach you how to teach boxing. If you're not some certified, ear certified, I-F-E-I-S-S-A, can see use for all them. Anyway, Josh, back on you, mate. Sorry. I just thought I'd put a little while we're talking about Sam. So... I've got a few questions here that I want to ask you and other trainers that come on here because I think people who's listening, they can, they can benefit, benefit from that. So one question is, where do you get your clients from? How do you get your clients and how do you retain the clients? Cool. So uh, some people, I, I've never once gave my card out to anybody. So that's saying something. Right. I'm literally, I don't know. I just think it's my personality. I think in class, Put energy, be vocal, give everybody equal attention, especially the first-timers. you got to make them feel comfortable because most of my clients have been first-timers who got along with me in class, and right. I just made their experience better. And then after class, they're like, hey, we want to train with you. And I'm like, cool, let's do it. Because I, yeah. just met, cause I know that people come to boxing and they're intimidated. They're like, it's a boxing gym. Yeah. People here are going to be amazing. And we have people that are amazing, so it's super intimidating. So I just let them know that, like, Everybody started where they're starting, and it's going to be fine, and the trainers and myself are here to help you, and we're gonna, you're going to get through it, and you're going to be fine, and you're going to love it at the end. Yeah. Uh, so I think they, they can see that in me, and they could uh, see the honesty that I'm like not lying to them, and people just like that. People, yeah. people like honesty. They don't like sharks. They don't like people trying to beg yeah. them or make them feel bad for training with That's them. That's great, and I think personality goes a, a long way in personal training. You can be, you can be the most sophisticated personal trainer with every single degree and all that yep. but if you're boring and you've got no personality and you're not fun to be around I really believe the guy who's got very little to no person to, to no qualifications who's got decent knowledge is going to w earn way more money and be way more successful mm -hmm. than that guy do you agree yeah it goes back to what we said on a podcast a bit ago when we were talking about personal training 101 with Kev and I said uh, how big building relationships is in this industry right i think that's probably one of the biggest skills is, is is being personable having personality and character and making people feel at ease making them have fun in their workouts and building those relationships over a long time is how you're gonna eventually be successful at it more than it's not what you know it's how well you can coach what you know i think yeah 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 that's a, that's a great way to great way to put it Josh, what would you see your, I can't say this word, niche? Niche. 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 What, what is that? That's tough. That's tough. I think uh, everyone's got, I think everyone's got one thing that... I know what his niche do. is. He says it you on do? his pink mitts. Oh, primal. Primal. Primalness. Primal. <laughs> I, 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 I'm very unorthodox. I'm very, my, my training methods aren't like most that you'll see. I get things that I learn from, from Pilates, from uh, Olympic lifting, from... Uh, cardio from jujitsu and I just create these workouts that work for your body and that are specific to your needs and I think I'm just well-rounded I think that's my niche my niche is that I'm I'm very well-rounded I right. can I can you like you need to be a faster runner I know what you got to do to become a faster runner you want to um, uh, fight better get ready for a boxing fight can help you but if you have to pick one specific thing what would it be because we all train is like, oh yeah, I can do everything. No, but, but like, you've seen it. You've seen it, so you know. No, you can do most. But what, well, as well. So, what, what do you enjoy doing? What is your your thing? You know, 
what do you all think? Because if someone comes up to you and says, oh, Josh, I want to put weight on and build muscle, yeah. I imagine that's... Functional fun. fitness, that's my yeah. thing. Yeah, functional from, fitness. From from when I see you training clients, I think you're really good and grounded in body weight stuff. Yeah. Like you, I see you doing a lot of like body control yeah. and putting people in control of their bodies first before you start For throwing sure. anything else on top of that. Functional fitness, uh, yeah. batter ups, kettlebells, body weight, all that stuff. And through the Honored Academy, which I got certified in the functional fitness, like you were saying before, I can see somebody's problem immediately. Right. From them, I can have you do a push-up or try to do a push-up or do a plank. And you're doing this, so I know you have a bad hip. Or you, I'm making you, you uh, do a move like a kick over or a kick through, and you don't have you know, flexibility in your hip, but then you have knee problems. And then that's, yeah. that's why. So I can start to see those type of things. But functional fitness, I guess, is my niche for sure. What's yours, Glenn? My niche? Yeah. I think it's changed. Like I said, when I first started, I was just pure boxing over and over again. But I think the more that I've learned now, I feel like I'm really comfortable with explosive yeah. movements and, and speed and agility work. I love doing that stuff. That's what I, right. I find fun. But more recently, a lot of more strength endurance, like barbell training and like just pushing people's strength a lot more. I'm more yeah. comfortable training that now and I like, I like that a lot more than right. I used to. What's your what's your goals now, Josh? What's your goals? Obviously, to be the, to be the next. Well, I reached kid. my uh, goal of being an elite trainer. Yeah. Um. Man, I just wanna. I just wanna keep. I don't know. I don't know. I just wanna keep growing every day. Every day, I'm trying to get better. Trying to get to six figures over here. Yeah. Trying to get out of that five figure. <laughs> right. No, that'll come. Um. That'll I'm come. just. I just. Everything's just coming. Everything. Everything I wanted has come. Now, next thing is. You know, traveling with the with the academy. Was, yeah. You know, being part of that team, being part of the last academy was one of my big goals from when I started here. Right. That was amazing. Helping teach teach people is what I like. I like to do it. People, you know, money is great, but I like to teach people. I like yeah. to give back. We've just been talking in the office there because Glenn's just got an email from Massachusetts. Yeah, it? Massachusetts, somewhere in Massachusetts wants uh, to uh, about, go out there. Yeah, asking how much it'll cost to fly us out there to do a certification course with I think about six or seven trainers. And like what we do with the three of us, go out, me, Kevin, Glenn, we'll fly out to a place like Austin, and we we do our certification course there. But that gives us the idea there of just thinking, well, why don't we train a trainer up if it's yourself, mm-hmm. and fly you out there by yep. yourself, and you can do the academy, and then uh, and then earn a good little backhander, and then yep. these people are going to get certified, and then they might want to all come back and do the level two. Yeah. Right. So I mean, that I'm thinking out loud on the podcast here, but like we've just just that minute discussed that. So I think that would be something great for you to do, yeah. uh, to to do to do that and something down the line. Yeah, with the academy, there's plenty of expansion plans for it. Like we've got big goals for it over the next two three years, and then hopefully this year we're going to be taking it online as well. So there's plenty of room to start bringing on on other trainers and staff and growing it as a business. So. That I, I like that you're inspired by it and you want to be a part of it and grow with it because there's, there's definitely there's huge no opportunities. Limit. There's no limit. That's what's yeah, yeah. crazy about working here. Right. I was limited before, and here it's just. It's constantly. I've only been growing. here seven months. I haven't been here a year. Yeah. A year. That's yeah. mad. But yeah, I'm on a freaking podcast. Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> seven seven months. It's not seven months. That's great. Yeah, but like like we said there, like with the with that academy and with you and your style and you've been here seven months now and you're one of the top trainers out of thirty out of thirty trainers. 
take Glenn Stephen out of the equation, I mean, you're there, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's uh, it's it's great. So You're a prime example of you get out what you put in. You know, you put yeah. your, your heart and soul into the classes, into your clients, and you're, yeah. you're reliable, you're on time, you're passionate about it. And then that rewards itself. You don't have to rely on the gym to to pay or be looking around. You know what I mean? It's like you, you feel like you... I feel like this the way the gym and the business is set up, it, it allows you to grow as a person for yourself. You're not mm -hmm. constantly relying on the gym to give you what, no. what you need to grow. And yeah, I, think I think what you've just said there, Josh, you're here a lot. And that's what you've got, you've got to do in fitness businesses. You've got to be there a lot. You've got to be working hard, which you're doing, and this is why, this is why you're so successful. The guys who are not here a lot and they're not working hard, they, they're not getting anything. They're the kind of guys that want stuff given to them, which yep. you never want to get. I think that goes for anyone who's listening, who's in, in any line of work. Like, If you're trying to build and grow and you're going through that phase of paying your dues and trying to build with whatever you're doing, be in that, whatever you're in, be in it as much as you possibly can. Like when the gym first opened, it was, there was nothing in the building. It was just empty and it was just me, Tony and Kev sat at a desk. We'd have a couple of classes a day, do those classes and then after the 7 a.m. class, I'd be there from 8 until the 5 p.m. class. I'd have nothing to do, right? Because I had no clients and nothing to do. So I'd maybe train myself, hit the heavy bag, hang around for a little bit, go and get some food, come back. A couple of people would walk in, meet some new people. And I just did that for the first however long it took to just to just grow. Yeah. And And now I see people, they come in, they'll do the class, they leave. They come in, do the class, they leave. And they're not, if they're not doing a private session or they're not doing a class... They're not there. Yeah. And right. And the trainers that are there when they're not doing a class or a, a private session are either training there or they're having their lunch there or they're on their phones researching stuff there or doing some work on their laptop there. Those are the, the trainers and the people that will, will eventually grow and build because the members will see their face a lot more. The people will get used to seeing them yeah. around. You know, you'll be kind of come be become part of the the furniture of the gym yeah and over time that pays off yeah it's the same with anything you do be there and work hard be the first one in and be the last one out if 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 you give a shit about yeah. what you're doing we had andrew torres who was a trainer here before he did exactly that <clears throat> he come from a, a, a bad gym not much experience in training but he was the first one in and he was the last one mm. out for a good year and then he was successful and he and he really uh, start earning good good money, very good money. Yeah. He's obviously left now and he's doing his own thing. But it just, just shows the, the people who, the standout people in the fitness industry, not just this gym, but in the fitness industry as well. Right. You can see like Isik from the Honor Academy. Yeah. You, we've been there, he's there all day. Yeah, yeah. And he, he's uh, killing it. Uh, Eric, uh, primal yeah. soldier. Another one, he's there all the time. Yeah, yeah. With his shirt off. He's constantly training. <laughs> taking Instagram videos. It's cold, it? no shirt, all day. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because when Whitney, so Whitney's Aubrey Marcus, Aubrey Marcus is the owner of Honored, and he's, he's now fiancé of Whitney. She had an amateur fight and I trained her for the fight, and uh, they flew me and Glenn out there to, to be in a corner and all that. And remember, it was that primal soldier, Eric, what's his last name? Leia. Yeah, Eric Lear. He he was fighting on that card as well. Beast, by the way. Beast. I mean, he like beat the shit out like an odd bastard. And <laughs> and he, uh, it was like three hours before the fight. 
right? And he's all he does is train all day. Three hours before his fight, took his shirt off, went outside for like a, a three or four and mile run. run. Three hours before the fight, and then and then be, and then and then <laughs> right, get get on this. He he was in uh, Aubrey's office warming up Whitney. She we weren't even warming up yet because there was still a few yeah. fights left, and he was like gone gone out into the gym and spy on the other girl and see what she's doing. So every like 10 minutes, I'd be out in the gym, like checking to see what they're doing. I'm like, oh, they're already hitting the mitts. And then, so they were getting warmed up. And then right next to her, Primal's there on the kettlebells. Like, <laughs> Was he really? Right before, the, right be- like 10 minutes before he's supposed to fight. Yo, then what? he gets his knee pads on and all this and he's getting ready. And then he's, he's, his ring walk's coming up. So I'm stood right next to him and I go, oh, all the best, mate. I'm like, all, all the best. And he's like, and he just goes like this. He goes, I'm going to fuck him up. And, just start, and then it's like, all right. Then the ring announcer starts, yeah, yeah. just, like, just starts pounding, pounding it to the ring. I was like, man, he's absolutely he's funny. Absolute yes. beast. Absolute beast, lad. So why what we're seeing, like, the, the the guys who's successful guys are always there. Yeah, and, and yeah, yeah. That's a that's an example of it. Just like you, Mister Pollitt. Yeah, when people say, uh, "Oh, first one and last one out." No, no, no. I have the kickboxing class at eight o'clock at night, nine <laughs> o'clock. I also do the seven a.m. I'm literally first one in, last one out. <laughs> yeah, there you go. The gym. Yeah, I don't want to be first one in. It's too early. That. Super. Too, too early. Too early. <laughs> So if you follow me on Instagram, which I know you two boys do because you stalk me shit all the time. But anyway, uh, you'll have seen the video that I've just posted with Vamsi's missus. Vamsi's missus, a girl who comes to the gym, they've been coming for a long time now. She's 37 weeks pregnant and she's on the mitt with Cedric blasting away. 39 weeks pregnant now. Because that that was 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 a a couple of weeks ago when you posted that picture. Did you see it? I saw the, the picture video. you posted. No, the video. No, the video. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. In the midst. Yeah. I did see that, yeah. Yeah, the video. And it's unbelievable because I think when, well, I don't think I'm sure. When you're 38 weeks, that's when you're due. Between 38 and 42 is the time you have the baby. Uh, so that could, that's ready to pop any time right now. Yeah. And It's crazy. It was funny. Vamsi, the, the, the dad to be, was telling us, oh, you should do a maternity class, teaching all these pregnant wives boxing and I said nah I said for for a couple of reasons well one if you're pregnant and you want to train you've got to have been doing that same exercise mm. before you were pregnant so you can't just start doing I don't know something new something new right like gymnastics or whatever you know as soon as you're pregnant or oh, that's that's dangerous and number two imagine if you had a maternity class with pregnant women and then they had a miscarriage <laughs> You definitely get the blame. Or, or if they went into labour during the class, <laughs> I, you'd have pulled that shit out. <laughs> oh, I pull that shit out with your boxing gloves on. Good luck with that, mate. Good luck with that. Uh, and when when my wife was pregnant with uh, with I don't know which one of them, the first or second. I remember she, she it was the second one. She she was in the gym and she was like thirty nine weeks pregnant, but she wasn't working out. She'd stopped working out at like twenty weeks pregnant. And she, she was that dying to get the baby out of her. She was bouncing on the trap and thinking, come out, come out. Because, oh, you know, I mean, Glenn, you, you know, when, when women get that big, yeah. they just really want to get the baby out. Yeah, they just want to be done with it, don't they? <laughs> so, I mean, fair play to her. So if you, if you see him on Instagram, that video, it got a lot, of, a, lot, a lot of good response. Do you know what I was surprised at? Before I posted, I was thinking, should I post this video or not? Because I know what a lot of people are like, especially where I'm, where I'm from. I thought I was going to get a lot of negative comments saying, Why are you fuck, letting she's that fucking stupid. What if this happens? Right. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. Did you people, get any? People, I think I got, I got, I think I got like a, a one emoji face that was like, <laughs> like <laughs> stupid, you know, like, <sighs> like you are, like calling us an arsehole, you know. But, uh, 
but no, so I was, I was surprised that, so it was good. But uh, that, I mean, so that just shows there that how good boxing tra fitness training is. She, she's that big. Oh, wait, have you any comments on that or what? I know, like, when you're that pregnant, you're not allowed to get your heart rate above a certain beats per minute. I remember when one of the other members, Polly, was pregnant and she was doing privates with me and I had to keep her heart rate under, like, 150 or something when she was, like, right. 30 weeks in or something. So just, I just don't think you can get too high of a heart rate. Right, yeah. I'm not 100% sure on it, but... Yeah, I mean... I haven't really trained many pregnant people. No. Don't really want to either, yeah, because you can't, can't hit them. <laughs> so last week we we done a podcast on how our price increase. Me and Kevin, did you hear that or not? Did you listen to it? I listened to it. Yeah, yeah you did. Yeah, I'm yeah. Quiet. And we spoke about the price increase, and uh, you know, members been coming up with like one one members come up with the DM went there. Uh, uh, oh, Tony, good job on the price increase, and she walked past it. Like, nice, nice. Another member said it was a. Uh, Tony, I, I can't believe you had to do that podcast and people are really giving you shit about about do, about the price increase. As people, because guys who never listen to that podcast, we increased the price by fifty dollars a month, which is a, is a quite quite a lot. It's like twenty five percent of the price. And he's like, "Why did you do that? You're still the, you're the best gym." Blah 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 blah. And do you know what I you know what I said? I said, "We it's not because we're getting shit off people. We get shit off a couple of people. Most people see yeah. it's fine." But it's them two or three people that say, I can't believe you're doing this, I can't believe you're doing that. What you remember? Mm. You know where, where are they going to go? Yeah. You know? Where yeah. are they going to go? I know, I know. You're going to go somewhere worse, the charges more. <laughs> or, or That's true, yeah, because it's still well, well under any of it's the other. It's still 50 bucks gyms. cheaper than every place. Yeah. Right. Every other place. Yeah. It's at least similar. Well, I mean, we're definitely the best, but... But it just when when uh, when I, I thought about it and I thought like I remember I done a uh, podcast here with David on David, with David Price, who was an Olympic bronze medalist and uh, former European. Did he win the European heavyweight championship? As a heavyweight, yeah, he was a British. I think British heavyweight boxer. I think he did win European from Liverpool, and he and we talked about getting shit on Twitter, and he and he said like, you know, you you'll get a thousand good comments. You might get five bad ones. Those are the ones that stick. Them's the ones that stick in your head. And it's kind of like why we've done that podcast because we've done a post on Instagram about it and people were like, oh, I can't believe you're putting the price up. It takes so much mental strength to let negative comments and negative feedback bounce off you. Right. I think. Yeah, it definitely does. When I, when I was fighting, I had one draw in my 10 pro fights and that was because the rounds got messed up. My promoter said that the fight was... Uh, six round fight and I never trained correctly so after the six rounds I was exhausted went to the referee and put my hand up and he says oh no you've got two rounds left I was devastated broke my heart and this was live on TV I looked like a dickhead because I got punched because I got my head punched in for the last two rounds of some shit journeyman and uh, I remember after that fight I got so much abuse like ridiculous like you're crap you're, you're this you're that and you know when you're training for the Olympics and then you become a bit of a name no one ever tells you about by the way be prepared for the critics be prepared for this no one ever said that yeah until imagine like just imagine now someone Glenn said, said to you Glenn the senior video and not just one person but you get a thousand people telling well, you you're terrible I'll give you one example straight away is when we posted about the academy a couple of weeks ago oh yeah and on it 
Academy posted the same video. They shared it to help promote it, and it had like I think it's over like ten thousand views on the on it Academy page. Now we're just talking about we're going to on it to do the Box and Burn Academy. And there's one comment out of the comments on there. Some guy saying, "This <laughs> looks like a joke. What the hell is this about? You can't teach boxing in one day." And usually I'm like, "Whatever." <laughs> so anyway, I clicked on his profile, and his latest post was a picture of the Box and Burn Academy, like promoting it, the dates. And I was like, "What?" And then he'd gone out of his way to post the picture of the academy, and then in the comments just rip it, Terrific. saying, "Check this nonsense out." Thinking you can teach boxing in two days, I was like, "Oh God, I've got to, I've got to respond to this." So I left like a big fat comment talking, of, explaining it all, nothing abusive, not having a go at him or anything. Respectful, wasn't just it? respectful, yeah, just keeping it sharp because I believe in it. So I just explained why I believe in it and what it's about, and it's not about trying to teach people to box in a day. It's about creating a system to be able to teach it, etc. And then he bounced straight back with another one. I was like, oh my god! What, what, what were his other pictures? Were they like pictures of him? I don't know. He, has, he, uh, he like follows. Like, he, yeah, he, exactly. He like follows two thousand people, and he's got like hundred followers. Or Four whatever. posts, right? And then. He came back with something else. I was like, whoa, he's up for it, this guy. So I came back with another one, a big fat one. And then he ended up like pretty much backing down and be like, all right, yeah, good luck with it. And I'm like, yeah, up to see you on the course, see you out there like this. But it's just, I'm just like, when people go out of their way to post something negative, I just don't, I don't understand. I never told you, I went on that like a couple of days after, like that you'd finished that conversation. <laughs> and I went on. <laughs> oh, you had to do. And you know what I'm like? I kind of, I kind of rolled back because yeah. someone was like, "Oh yeah, it's bullshit." And and then he was like, "Yeah." And I went, "Listen, boys." I, I went, "Click on boxing hashtag boxing Man certified, and you'll see what all of the people have been seeing about right. it and all that. Yeah, and you'll see how good it is." Yeah. <laughs> and he responded to me like, uh, "Mate, this was yesterday. This we passed all this. We've explained it. Like, like leave it alone." Yeah. And then I felt like a bit of a dick. So I, like, I just blocked him. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but, I, but, then, but then I looked, and he's 23-year-old. Yeah. I'm like, hang on a minute. Like you're arguing you with a kid. Or a kid who yeah. hasn't got a clue, clue about life or anything. But, because the, the, the reason why I, I bit on this guy is because he started talking about we're taking money away from real boxing trainers who are in the struggle and aren't making any money trying to train their fighters <laughs> and all this. And I'm like, I tried to explain to him, like, boxing for fighting and boxing for fitness two like completely different worlds mm -hmm. it's like you, they're not even really linked like what are you why are you even going down that route yeah. so i tried to explain that but i mean clearly it's too you know it's mainly for trainers who want to add a skill to it's the repertoire people in the to, fitness to make industry. more money yeah, exactly. exactly the uh the other one i can think of is when we had dan Pena on the podcast and uh <laughs> the videos up on youtube that's another one that's got a lot of tracks and it's like what is it up to now like seventy thousand views or something. views on the podcast and our, during the whole interview it was in this gym and he's a big guy who does a bunch of podcasts pretty big name got a huge following he's like a billionaire and all this kind of stuff for it, supposedly and when he was on the podcast i was like looking at him thinking like, like what are you saying like, i just was <laughs> like i couldn't get onto his like his level i wasn't like i was supposed i was expecting to be really impressed and blown away by this guy and i was just sat there in the middle of like this and i was like that billionaire guy with the suit yeah yeah, you see that yeah. One? so yeah, i'm yeah. sat there like this just looking at him going what the fuck are you talking about like just all this stuff going through my head and then if you watch the video i'm like this on the video i was going <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the comments i just get 
destroyed. Oh, yeah. Like, what is... Guys, who is this loser in the middle? The box, it's so funny. The Boxing Life podcast with yeah. Dal Pena. And have a look. Just just go on. Just Don't even listen to the video. Just, just read, read the comments read about the comments. me. <laughs> I think the last one was like, you look like a predator looking at <laughs> children or something like that. I mean, they get abused. Like, yeah, saying I look like a weirdo and all this stuff. I'm like, all right, chill out. I'm just sat there in a polo shirt thinking this guy's a knobhead. <laughs> but but, but the, the, the funny thing is with that is you, you tell me every time there's a new comment yeah. hammering me, right? And then for the last like few months it's been on there, I've just been like, oh, whatever, just let him have, have a go. I don't give a shit. And then the other night I was just sc- I, I was scrolling through the car. I thought, oh, let's have a look. I was just bored. So I went through the comments and I started responding to all of them, like from my, my, per- my personal trainer page, just for them to hopefully like click on and have a look through to my Subscribe. Page. Yeah. <laughs> just, just get a few subscribers, right? So I started hammering them all back. Couple I'm, like, of views. I'm going, you know where I am. Like, let's, let's go. Just show up at the gym. Let's do Because they, they were like, oh, you need to slap and all this stuff. And I'm like, it's funny you should see that trolls you you follow Joe Carnahan on Twitter uh, on Twitter yeah Joe Carnahan you know Joe I think yeah, yeah, follow him on Instagram Instagram. Well. yeah he's a big direct big huge director done uh, smoking he, get, he gets career. too political on, all, on all Twitter stuff. for me he's been on this podcast before and he's, it was a good podcast yeah he's very political and very opinionated mm. and he doesn't hold back he speaks his mind on Instagram on Twitter sorry on Twitter if you go and find him on, on Twitter and re- read his news feed, you'll be entertained because he gets so much shit and he gives them a back. Mate, I was on the Box and Burn Instagram, the other, uh, sorry, the Box and Burn Twitter the other day looking for all the mentions yeah. and there's a mention of him. All right, big fella, you want a piece of me? I'll meet you in Box and Burn. You name the date and time. We'll, <laughs> let's, let's, yeah. let's throw our hands. And he's done that about five or six times now. Yeah. These Twitter trolls, he's offering to fight them in Box and Burn. <laughs> I'm all for it. It's <laughs> <laughs> getting loads of retweets and all that. And I'm laughing me I'm like, go it's on, class. Joe. Go on, Joe. He's a big yeah. guy. He's a big guy. He's a big guy. Yeah, he's, he's a big dude. He's a big guy. Uh, so, I mean, he just doesn't give a shit and just going oh, bars deep in the fine anyone. Not, not like, like I said before about me getting that, sh- that shit from, yeah. from all these trolls online about saying I'm a shit box, you're not going to make anything. And you take it very, very personal when you've not got any experience in it. And I was like 25 year old, you've got no experience in this. And it's just like someone telling news, not someone, like I said, like a thousand people telling you, you're shit at your job, you're yeah. crap, yeah. You, that's no good, you're doing this wrong, you're not going to make it, you're not gonna, you know, it's like... As I say, it's like so much self-belief and, and mental strength you have to have to rise above that stuff. So much, mate, yeah. so much, I'm telling you, because I, if, if, uh, if enough people keep telling you it, you're going to start doubting yourself mm. and starting to believe, believe it, it, yeah, right, which, which makes you do things, and it, it, I guess it did with me, mate, mm. it's like, it killed confidence a little bit, yeah, so yeah. all these people telling you that, uh, yeah, it was horrible, but I'll tell you what, though, I'll tell you what, one thing, if you take a positive from it, definitely made it stronger. Yeah, oh, definitely. Because now I can take I can take it, but I'm, I still get a bit sensitive towards it, but, you know, I, it, it, it does make you stronger, you know, but it's not a, not a nice place to be, and that's why, like, I, I tweeted the other day, I put on Facebook, because when, oh, who was do fought, and I wrote, oh, Twitter's uh, full of boxing experts today. Triple G. Yeah, Triple G, and everyone was... Oh, and everyone was saying he was done, and he yeah. was like, got found yeah. out. And, yeah, yeah. and then even because I said it's full of boxing experts, I got loads of shit on, on Twitter about that. Yeah. And, uh, why can't people have opinions and all that? It's like, oh, man, piss off me. Yeah. Yeah. Can't be awesome. It's just... It's the same after um, Liam Smith fought last week, you know, and everyone's like, oh, he got away with that one. Like, you had to headbutt him to get out and all this. And yeah. I, I read uh, Liam put something up on Instagram about... 
he wanted it more or something, he showed more heart or whatever. I can't remember what it was about. And then I just scrolled through the comments on that and he was just getting... Genomid. Oh, yeah, big time. People so. are open-minded. Like, if they want somebody to win a fight, whether that person, like, lost by a little or by a lot, they're still going to be hard-headed and be like, oh, that person... Uh, right. You know, they, they, they can't see, like... You got to be a fan of the sport of boxing. Whether you were going for Triple G or not, you got to be, like, opinion... You got to see who really won the fight, you know? Right, yeah. And I was going for Triple G, but I... The big, I think the, he won. I think he the won. biggest one as well is like the Andre Ward Kovalev fight, the last oh, one. one. Yes. And everyone's like, Ward, Ward or Kovalev got robbed. It's a disgrace. Fuck Ward, fuck Ward. <laughs> and I'm like, they're so disrespectful to Andre yeah. Ward. Like he was the one who came out with, he was the one yeah. who made the decision or something. Yeah. It's like, no, it was clearly, a, it, when it's clearly a close fight, it's like just. Just be normal. But I think like, as well, like people who just don't have a clue what they're talking about, they with, don't know. With boxing. with favorites, it's always the favorites that get the most shit. Like when I was the favorite, yeah. when I do against that journeyman, uh, build you up to knock you down. Because yeah, yeah, the expectation like for Triple G, he's expected just to blow everyone out. So yeah. he doesn't. Whoa, whoa. So you know, now you're all shocked. Like yeah, yeah. wow, he shit. He was. And the the the, the funniest one for me is where I've seen loads of people writing on social media. I, al I always said he was overrated. Yeah. I always said he was shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, come on, mate. Oh, wait. Pipe down with that. Yeah. Pipe down with that. But uh, I'm excited. I want to go on the Brendan's podcast next week. Oh, nice. Or the week after. On the big brown break. Yeah, doing, breaking down the fight with Joshua and Klitschko. Nice. That's going to be a good fight. Before or after the fight? Before the fight. Nice. Before the fight. So I'm going to have to do a little bit more research into that fight and, you know, and... It's going to be a good one. Talk about that one. It is. It Joshua's is. the best, best. Is that next weekend? Athlete. Two weeks. For yeah. sure. Yeah. And then Joshua, the way he trains, nobody trains like him. Nobody. Beast, man. Apart from Glenn's clients. Yeah, they all train <laughs> like Anthony Joshua. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Savage. Well, guys, uh, thank you for listening. If you're watching this on YouTube, you see this beautiful Box and Burn Santa Monica t shirt that I'm wearing. This is now for sale on boxandburn.com. And. Uh, with loads of other stuff like the key fobs, the little boxing gloves, all that sort of stuff. So go on there and buy loads of stuff so we can pay Josh more because Josh is dying for some more money Please. so we can yeah. stop that acting shit, you know. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to mention as well, if you're listening to this on iTunes... Please go and leave us a review on iTunes. We're going to start sending out people packages for their best reviews on iTunes. Yeah, five-star review on iTunes. We will send you an amazing little package with some amazing stuff in. Oh, as well, Glenn, you told us that you would give someone a free session. Who? You did. You texted us the other day. You said, yeah, we're talking about... How can oh, we, for uh, people who leave reviews. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, if, if, if you're in LA as well, or you're a member of the gym, and you go oh, Even on. if you're not in LA, even if you're in England, get over here. <laughs> yeah. Because Glenn is going to give you a $500 session for free if you leave a good review. <laughs> It'll be like 10 minutes long. Nah, <laughs> no. It's a one-hour session with Glenn, six-figure homes, if you leave us a great five-star review on there. Deal. 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 And Josh, if people want to find out more about you, if they want to get in touch, if they want to follow your training methods, what's your Instagram? Yeah, follow my Instagram. It's uh, Josh Pollitt, BNB. Josh, last name, P-O-L-I-T, BNB. Yeah. Instagram. Good. Yeah, so go on there. F follow him. If you go on the Box and Burn one, you'll see he's tagged in all sorts of stuff, uh, training his clients and that. But he's got a really, really good Instagram account because he's posting all the time on there and posting good content for you to watch and, and learn from as well. Uh, so... Until next time, thank you for listening. I'm Tony Jeffries. 
This is Glenn Holmes. See you later. Five figure Josh. See you. Five figure Josh. <laughs> See you later.